Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Last Spin Podcast. My name is Mike. Along with me, Dylan Godino, Editor-in-Chief, LaughSpin.com. Hi, fella. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm awesome. I have no work for the rest of the week. That's amazing. So I've been drinking. What are you drinking there? This is a Blue Point Optical Illusion. It's an oh, okay. IPA. It's very good. Very nice. Very nice. I haven't... Is that a new uh, offering from Blue Point? No, this has been around a while. This is their their classic IPA, but they got uh, they got a bunch of really great flavors, really great flavors like the toasted lager, the blueberry blueberry ale. Look at me, I'm a I'm a corporate shill, aren't I? You really are. And speaking of of shilling, let's do it. We're shilling for something we uh, we we we're getting paid to do it, but we would sh- we we've been shilling for TiVo anyway since the beginning, dude. Really since the really since I, the beginning. I guarantee I could go to episode four and pick up a TiVo <laughs> reference somewhere <laughs> in there. Well, uh, TiVo is this this episode is brought to you by TiVo. We're very happy to have them. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I, what a what a great product. Uh, you know, before before TiVo, watching TV was really difficult i mean if relatively speaking uh because now it's very easy you could only watch a show at a certain time and if you missed it or even part of it you had to wait until the thing went into reruns before you could even see it again and this is something that i think people totally forget is that tivo changed that we we we've it's like xerox at this point we we say tivo oh did you tivo that and even and even when we have like a shitty dvr like i like i used to have i'm i'm in the process of changing from my shitty DVR to TiVo. Um, and so, uh, so yes, other DVRs do exist, but they're not as good as TiVo uh, because if you have cable, and obviously everybody has cable, if you're listening to a podcast, I would, I would hope you have cable. <laughs> TiVo, TiVo actually lets you watch shows wherever you want. Uh, there's something called TiVo Stream they have. Uh, you can watch it on your iPad, all over your house. Uh, and you can even, tra- this is cool, you can even transfer whatever you've recorded and take them with you. So you could, you know, you transfer uh, stuff onto your iPad and you could take it wherever, in a bus, on a plane. Boom. Uh, you know, uh, in the cat house you visit. Boom. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to mention uh, about TiVo is that they treat all... You, you can get another uh, DVR box uh, or a, another service that allows you to you know, search apps like Netflix and Hulu and uh, Hulu Plus and, and YouTube. But TiVo actually treats them like channels. So when you use your TiVo, you could search cable and the web. Right. They it's just, they, they, they just, all in treat, one. yeah. And you've yeah. had, you've had TiVo for, for a very long time. I've had TiVo probably since it came out. I think it was like a couple of months after. And they're like, you know, they just threw a couple of commercials on the air on TV and I was like, this, this, this is what's up. If I, if I was smart enough, I would have bought stock in it. But you, uh, can, you can still do that. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, it might, maybe it might, it might cost you a little bit. Maybe it's, maybe it's part of the deal that we got with these live rates. We get, <laughs> per, we get stock percentages, which would be amazing. Because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, TiVo, 
You're the greatest thing I've ever gotten. It's <laughs> the greatest. I mean, seriously, I don't have kids. You have two kids. But I yeah. think that when my kid is born, I'm going to be so happy. And it's going to <laughs> it's going to be one of the happiest moments of my life. And it's going to closely resemble the first time I opened the fucking Devo box. I can tell you that right now. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. And, and you know what? For somebody like yourself, it's fucking cool, too, because... You have to you have to review all this shit, right? There's so much comedy out there. I There's do. so much comedy out there, but you can't watch it all at the same time. That would mean there would be clones of Dylan, and that's not fun. No. So you can't have one Dylan. More one Dylan's enough, right? I I agree. Right. I, it I, didn't, I, I it didn't work for Michael Keaton in Multiplicity. It's not going to work for you. <laughs> so this is what TiVo does. It it refuses that you to allow yourself to clone a shittier version of yourself like michael keaton in multiplicity that's what wow. the lesson is here folks that's amazing that's what the lesson is <laughs> that that is amazing so tivo thank you for being a, a part of our show uh you'll be mentioned uh, a lot <laughs> as always I, I think from here on out indeed all right uh what else are we talking about oh hey you just released an interview today right yeah thank you for editing that so uh so quickly so uh episode 62 is out and that uh, that episode features my interview with w kamal bell uh he was gracious enough i visited the totally biased studios uh if you're not familiar with kamal definitely check him out on fx uh totally biased is moving to fxx the sister channel that's launching on september 2nd um, and instead of going every Thursday, Totally Biased is going to be airing nightly on FXX. So that's that's exciting. So I had a nice long chat, about an hour long with Kamau. Uh, it was excellent. So definitely check that out. Um, another interview that's on LaughSpin.com. We interviewed Owen Benjamin, who uh, just released a new album. It's called High Five Till It Hurts. So check out that interview. Uh, oh, and a few other releases that I wanted to let you guys know about. Kumal Nanjiani's first ever full-length stand-up comedy album, Beta Male, is out on July 30th. And Maria Bamford's new album, Ask Me About My New God, is out July 16th. And we're actually going to listen to a track from that later on in the program. And finally, before we get to the news... Uh, Right now, as you listen to this, Kevin Hart's second concert film, Let Me Explain, is in theaters. I've heard great things about it. I have not watched it. I've watched the trailer. It looks excellent. And I'm sure just like the first concert film he did, I think two years ago now, uh, which was called Laugh at My Pain. It broke all sorts of you know box office records for comedians. Um, I'm sure this one will, will do even better. Nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, a lot of really great stuff coming out. And... and uh I've been seeing a lot of ads for that Kevin Hart movie too, which is yeah, which is uh, they didn't really. I guess because of how successful the first one was, they kind of upped the uh, the PR on this one. It seems. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, he's he's one of the most bankable, you know, comedy stars. I was going to say of our time, but probably of at this point of all time. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, let's get to the comedy news, shall we? Comedy news. Let's do it. And right, John Mulaney show that uh, the John Mulaney show that NBC passed on. Guess what? Might be ending up on Fox, which means it'll be more uh, tit jokes. I think. <laughs> I think. Come on. I think that's what that means. Well, or it'll I don't just know. be. 
something. It'll just be fuck. It'll be fucking animated. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. So, what, so what's the deal? Why? Why did? Do you know why NBC passed and and what made Fox uh, pick it up? I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, I I honestly don't have any insight. I mean, NBC. It's weird that NBC passed because out of all the networks, NBC picked up the most new comedy series. In fact, they only they only brought back two series, Community and Parks and Recreation. And both of those series, I mean, they're critically acclaimed mm. uh, and they're very well done. But, I mean, compared to the worst show on ABC or the worst show on CBS especially, nobody watches them, you know, relatively speaking. Um, so, I mean, they picked up a slew of comedies, NBC did, uh, and Mulaney, you know, for whatever reason, he, I don't know, didn't fit in with what they were trying to do. So, um, it looks like Fox, who, um, they picked up, they picked up a lot of new comedies as well, not, not nearly as many as NBC, but they picked up Andy Samberg's, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, so... Well, you know what's interesting, you know what's interesting about yeah. this, is that I'm, that as I'm looking at it, is, uh... Uh, it says here that it's uh, the show is going to be executive produced by Lauren Michaels. And yeah. NBC turning their back on a Lauren Michaels produced show. Yeah. Uh, says something subversive. I'm not sure what it is. Whether it's you know, does why why would they say no to Lauren Michaels? I mean, he's been the tentpole of their of of you know one of their longest running shows if ever for the past three decades at this point. Yeah, 28 years, nearly 28 years. Yeah, just. So that's kind of a that's kind of a dick move, <laughs> and if you look at it too, like Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, that's with uh, Andy Samberg. There, they also got picked up by Fox. Correct. So it's like, mm, what's going on? That's that's I don't know. I read between and, the lines there a little bit. That's a little weird. It's funny that you. I, I didn't even think of it like that. And uh, another news item that we were going to get to, but I I might as well mention it now, is that now that you mention. NBC turning their back on Lauren Michaels. I mean, they're really, I mean, I'm sure he's had other projects mm. that they, you know, said no to. I mean, we have to keep in mind that he's still a Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be helming the Tonight Show, um, you know, with Fallon. But um, NBC is now developing a second sketch series. Really? Yeah. It's, it seems so absurd to me, but um, Lou Wallach, who used to be an executive at Comedy Central, uh, he is heading up the development of a second sketch show on NBC, and they're looking for you know up and coming. T- they're doing like a nationwide talent search. They're going to like the the UCBs and like uh, the like Second City and the Improv, and they're looking for they're looking for you know up and coming performers, up and coming writers, and the idea, according to the Hollywood Reporter, who um, who had the story. Um, the idea is to create yet another um, entity like Saturday Night Live, but to also to 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 kind of make it a farm club where you develop talent, and then you know when they're ready, you push them out into into uh, you know more traditional sitcoms for NBC because I think NBC is just. I don't, I don't, I don't think they know what to do, and I think they're trying every every possible thing to actually start competing with ABC and NBC and Fox and the ratings. Wow, that's 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 fucking interesting as all hell, man. That's like it's weird, right? It, it is. It's a we. That's a weird. 
<laughs> it's a weird thing that they're doing there. Yeah, you're right. They're like they're like creating a farm system, <laughs> which I guess is kind of cool, but you're not really solving any problems now. You're just you're kind of right. shotgunning and seeing like what sticks to the wall. Right. You know. I guess they so. figure they've made a franchise out of Saturday Night Live. They must be able to do sketch comedy well. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. All right. Well, if anything, we knocked off two two news stories in, in one <laughs> in one <laughs> in one chat. So let's move on. Uh, Tig Notaro's got a uh, a road trip documentary coming to Showtime. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, she announced this week that she is going to be she's going to be doing a tour of sorts where she's going to perform in the oddest of places, and those places are going to be dictated by whomever wants her to perform. So, in other, in, in other words, um, I can go to uh, the website, what is it, TIG? TIG, TIG Road Trip. Yeah, thank you. TIGRoadTrip.com. If you go there, you could enter, um, it's ba- I don't know, it's basically like a contest. You could enter uh, to win TIG visiting you at your house, uh, in your living room, uh, wherever you want, and if she chooses, you know, you to, perf- you know, if she chooses your venue, she will go and perform, and Showtime is going to be following her around the country, and they're going to make a documentary um, about this. Now, the interesting thing is that she's actually done this uh, before, but without the, you know, the film crew. She, in 2011, she released her album, uh, what was it called? Good One. And to for, to kind of promote that album, she she basically did the same thing. Except now, uh, she's got some money behind her. Showtime is going to be bringing a film crew, and um, I think I'm going to enter this. I'm going to do this. Do it, man. I'm going to do it. Let's do it. We can have her on the show. We can we can uh, have her perform an entire act as and record it. We should do, do it at we should do it at your apartment. Yeah, let's do it. Enter it. I'm in. Okay. We do a live show. I'm in. I'll totally do that. Tignataro rules, man. She's on. I, you know, she was she was great on uh, Amy Schumer. The the sketch with her. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't. I missed it. Uh, it was fucking beautiful, man. She did her. She did a really good job on it. They did this whole thing with. Uh, they kind of you know they made fun. They they kind of made fun of her cancer, but made, more made fun of Amy. Right. And it was it was really good. It was good good shit. Good shit. I won't ruin it for everybody, okay? Go go watch it yourself. We'll check Amy it Schumer. out. I'll check Inside it out. Amy Schumer. Yeah, do it. A little bit of audio. This is from Maria Bamford's new album, as we said before. So uh, you want to intro it real quick? Yeah, this is uh, a track from Maria Bamford's new album. It's called Ask Me About My New God. It's out July 16th. Uh, it's called... Um... <laughs> it's called New Building. Hilarious. Maria Bamford. I don't know if this has ever happened in your neighborhood, uh, but have you ever seen like a new building open up and you're like, ah, oh, I don't know what that is. Like, is this some vague like oasis or like vineyard or victory outreach? You're like, what's that? My neighborhood is called uh, The Rock. And there's a guy handing out some flyers. You coming on down to The Rock this weekend? We got live music, food, drinks, stuff for the kids. Uh, that sounds like church. <laughs> No, it's a teen center with community-based health initiatives and a pregnancy counseling. Yeah, it's church. <laughs> and I would.
would not get mad, but they have genuinely tried to trick me. They want to come to a show? Yeah, where's it at? Cool, new coffee shop. Oh yeah, what's it called? Crossroads. No! Stop lurking behind your Jimi Hendrix font. You want to make something that everybody wants to go to and do the switcheroo, just call it something, you know, you, you want to come down to Sex Hole? Yes! You don't even have to advertise Sex Hole. Everybody wants to go to Sex Hole. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on inside? <laughs> You gotta come on in to find out. Uh, 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 that sounds like church. There you go, Maria Bam Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. Wow, what right did you become? <laughs> I don't even know what that was. British, Scottish. I don't know what that was either. I got very polite about her name. <laughs> Maria Bamford, ladies and gentlemen. Maria Bamford. Mm. Sorry, that's the beer talking. Um all right, moving on. Uh Doma was a big, big overturn for the uh the Supreme Court recently. This if you follow the current events. And uh, coming into the, you know, pop culture world and one of the most popular sitcoms on TV right now, Modern Family is considering gay marriage while uh, TV Land shows <laughs> the TV Land show Soul Man. How, how much have you drank? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Modern Family is considering gay marriage on the show and uh, TV Land show Soul Man already already did it. So well, they're going. Fuck all, they're going. <laughs> fuck all that noise, right? <laughs> uh, yes. So, Modern Family. I can't. I can't believe they didn't. They haven't. They haven't. You know, approached this subject before. But uh, I don't understand why either. Because I mean, it's there. It. You just assume that they were already married. Yeah. To be honest with you. I mean, my theory is that they have so many millions of viewers that they have to tread lightly, mm -hmm. uh, whereas Soul Man, which stars uh, Niecy Nash and Cedric the Entertainer in TV Land, I mean, it, it does well, but it's a cable show, um, and maybe they feel like they have not too much to lose. But anyway, the, the point is this, folks. Um, so uh, Christopher Lloyd, uh, the co-creator of... Um, Modern Family said, quote, "Which is not the Christopher Lloyd that you're thinking of." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, he says, "Quote: It's a real possibility. It's certainly something we are contemplating on the show in ways we wouldn't have in prior seasons." Now, that's great. I hope it happens. But uh, like Mike said, July 31st on TV Land, Soul Man is airing an episode where Cedric's character, who plays a pastor, he's asked to marry his old, his old friend Gina and her partner Drew. 
Drew as a, as a lady, I should point out. Uh, and then a conflict ensues because, you know, some members of his congregation are as, aren't as accepting as he is. And um, that's 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 the episode. So I say congrats to Soul Man for doing it. Yeah, especially because, I mean, not for nothing, but uh, that show has some demographics that would find it, I think, more offensive than if it were as popular as Modern Family would be. You see what I'm saying? Um, black black people don't like gay people. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying, well, not. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of the religious aspect, actually. Oh, you okay, okay. Racist bastard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think super religious people watch that show because it's because about a, a pastor? A, yeah. Do you think super religious people watch that show? Amen, which was fucking awesome, by the yes! way. Yes. Absolutely, that was it's exactly my fucking point. That, that show, show had a lot of that had that show had a lot of uh, very religious viewers. That show was good. It show was awesome. Sherman Helmsley. Sherman Helmsley. Baby, that fucking theme song rule, too. By the way, <laughs> can we uh, plug that in? Can we listen to a few seconds of the Amen theme song? Can I get that? Yeah, I can throw it in. I'll I'll throw it under our conversation right here. Okay. Talk, do that in post. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. So wow, that's a yeah. I think it's a it's a bold move, actually, on their part. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Um. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Bo oh, Burnham. We're, we're we're skipping over that one. Okay. Yeah. Bo Burnham responds to Zach Stone cancellation. What? I don't understand this. <laughs> that was just a bunch of words thrown together this is the worst slash best laugh spin podcast this ever is the greatest thing ever <laughs> so bo burnham a uh, very young comedian who i think is amazing i think by the time he's 30 he's just gonna he's just gonna be he's just gonna rule the comedy world so do you really i really do i, I you know what's really funny yeah. Real quick, before before we get no, this. do it, go. Bo Burnham is a very. Have you found this to be true? Because I have. He's a very um, polarizing comedian. Some yeah. people either love him, and some people think he's fucking. He's a loser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? What is that? I I think he's amazingly talented. I re, I really enjoy his shit too. I don't know. I I think some people just assume is the whole YouTube thing. I think so. I think, and that's th- that's something that I've actually I've interviewed him a few times. I interviewed him in May. Um, you know, I I think that's you know something that uh, he's 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 talked about. And and if people actually listen, if people are going to hold the fact that he became a star because of YouTube against him, that's fine as long as they've listened or watched his body of work since then Mm. because sure um the millions of youtube views definitely got the attention of comedy central comedy central signed him to a digital ep deal to test him out right they they tested him out they saw that was going to do well so they they signed him to do a full-length album that full-length album was just as good as any veteran comedian's album. Um, And that turned into, you know, an hour special and tours 
And, you know, he's he's proven himself. As far as I'm concerned, he's proven himself. Um, and, you know, I'm sorry that he's only, I don't even know how old he is. I'm sorry he's only 21 or however old he is. But, I mean, he's he's absolutely proven himself. And, you know, if, if people have watched his body of work and still hate him, then that that's fine. Yeah. But this show was really smart. It was really funny. And, um, you know, I guess it just didn't do as well as as MTV would have liked. And, he, I, you know, and he's handling the whole thing, um, you know, really well. He And you can go to Laughsman.com and read his entire statement about the cancellation of it. But he basically says, uh, I'm the luckiest guy I know. Um, he says that you know, maybe some other place will pick it up. Uh, You know, he doesn't say exactly who, but you know, there's, there's Hulu, there's Amazon. Now there's Netflix, there's, there's Yahoo screen. There's so many places that can pick this up. Um, I mean, maybe FX will pick it up. FXX, the sister network, maybe they'll pick it up, but even, even if it doesn't get picked up, you know, it, this guy, this kid has so much more going for him anyway. He's got, he's, he's working on a book. He's he's you know doing a tour. He'll have another special in him. It's yeah. I mean, I, you know. I I kind of say relax, buddy. Like in a way, just because he's not the first comedian to get his fucking show canceled. You know what I mean? I mean, look at fucking David Allen Greer. Dude has I think the dude has had maybe six or seven shows canceled on his ass. Yeah, <laughs> and he's still trying. You know, this happens to everybody. Relax. You're you're like you said. He's proven himself talented enough to. Uh, to do it again, you know, yeah. to get to get to where wherever he's at, and to do you know amazing things. He's he's super talented, and he's got youth on his side. It's okay. Everything's gonna be all right, Bo. <laughs> don't have to make a big scene out of it. You're good. Well, I mean, I don't think he's. You mean he's making a scene out of it because of this long statement? It's it's yeah, <laughs> it's pretty long, man. Even though he's being contrite and 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 sincere. Yeah, of course. I think he's just the type of. I think he's just. I think some people. If it's like an open letter to his fans, I guess. Yeah. Then yeah, then great. But if he's like, I mean, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think some people need to express themselves. I think some people don't do well, you know, keeping things inside. So I think he's probably that type of person, and and this was his way of, you know. De- dealing dealing with the cancellation and also at the same time letting you know his fans know that he's he knows he's lucky and he knows and, and he's appreciative of of everything he's gotten mm. all right <laughs> <laughs> have another one mike i'm not gonna argue with you I'm not gonna do it i'm just gonna sit here and drink Mm-mm. all right we have more audio and it's uh, Bill Burr on on uh, Conan talking about Paula Dean. I actually watched this live. Laughed my fucking balls off. Billy yeah. is amazing, dude. Our one of our uh, one of the fine podcasts you can hear on allthingscomedy.com. Bill Burr's Bill Burr's Jesus. Bill Burr's podcast is uh, it's just it's fucking great. And and his take on everything going on in the news today is always fun. And this little tidbit on Paula Dean is great as well. So, here you go. Paula Dean might be, like, next door. That's a very strange situation she's in right now, now that the hammer came down. 
Because now it's like, all right, the executive's got to be like, all right, what is the... Because she's basically like a $100 million whale just sitting there. <laughs> no, I don't, that's not a fat joke. That's a not... gambling thing. All right? Get not your a mind... fat joke. Yeah, that's a gambling a joke. joke. I mean, yeah. like, she'll make you $100 million. And she's just sitting there on the beach, right? <laughs> and they're going to figure out when is the... Ex- what is the acceptable amount of time... Yes! <laughs> ...after somebody drops the N-word or admits to it that you can bring them back on TV to make cookies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. So you're saying she's going to be back You're saying on. she's coming back. She's making... Dude, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I looked yeah. it up. Three months. Three months. He got a three-month suspension, and within three months, he was back on TV, and some of the guys he was chasing were African-American, and nobody had a problem with it. So really weird situation. So what you're saying is they, ca- they is catch someone cookies. in one of these situations, they say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Everybody says we want nothing more to do with you, and then the clock is running. No, first, well, first what happens is you get caught, and then you have the people who are, like, professionally, like, outraged. You know, those people who get on. They can't even get it out. What kind of uh, 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 person who... I mean, this is just... Blah, 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 right? They do that for, like, three days. <laughs> and then... You have to cry and be like, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Try to make some cockamamie story up that you're not a psycho. And then you just sit there and you wait for the phone to ring because you know you, you, you can make people money. That, that's all it's about. Like, they should just have a channel for people who screw up. Like, like, like the, and you just put them on that. Right? Because I don't understand firing somebody. <laughs> like, that's going to make them, like, somehow help the problem. Like, yeah. that dude on ESPN, he said that stuff against gay people, so, so then he gets fired. How does that help his homophobia? Right. Now you put him out on the street, right? He's out there drinking booze, you know? <laughs> He's probably saying even more homophobic stuff and everybody's coming by. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Just put him on a channel, like the, the Disgrace channel or something, right? <laughs> You know, you can have like, and it's like you're in like the penalty box, and you just stay there. <laughs> yeah, have the guy from Rutgers, that coach, you can have him do the sport. You've got great ideas, dude. Nope. I gotta tell you how old I am. When I saw that that Rutgers thing, as crazy as it was, like that was one of the funniest two minutes I've ever seen, watching him kick people in the back and everything. And it was just, when I was a kid, that was called coaching. That, that, <laughs> Also, he's gonna he's gonna get rehired. Uh huh. It's a Division One coach. He can turn your program around. You're Division Two, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now you're in a bigger stadium. Now you you're actively some... trying to get him a job. Some... The best, the best there is, Billy Burr. I'm telling you, he's awesome. Check he out is? his podcast too. All right. Um. This is, <laughs> dude. This is awesome. I heard about this uh, the other day too. Marlon Wayans to launch WhatTheFunny.com, the in living color of the internet. Now, that's what you that's what you said. Is that what he said? He's calling it. No, that's color? what um uh one yeah no no that's what he said. He okay. kind of described it like that. Yep. Okay, cool. So this is this is the <laughs> the in quotes urban funnier die, which means it's going to be funnier die for black people, right? Yes. That's what you're, <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's basically what they're saying. That's yeah. what they're saying? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think they feel uh, there's a market uh, for, quote, urban comedy, whether that's, you know, black or Hispanic. And they're, they're you know, they're trying to tap into that. And who better to do it than, than a Wayne's brother? True. Um, so, yeah, Marlon, along with um, Randy Adams and producer Peter Coleman, 
Uh, they're putting this together, and Randy Adams is a is one of the the founders of uh, Funny or Die. So um, I'm sure they're going to have um, you know funny some of Funny or Die's you know talent at their at their disposal. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to launch the 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 launch date. If you go to whatthefunny.com now, there's really there's really nothing there, or there's nothing there as we speak. Um, but, um, they're going to launch, uh, probably next year and their focus, this is interesting. Their focus is going to be on developing 10 to 12 completed series. So they want to complete series, like multiple series and then launch them and debut them just like, like a network you know, just like network television shows. So instead of, you know, whereas Funny or Die, they do have, uh, every once in a while, they do have a series on there, a recurring feature or a series. Um, but this site is going to, that's going to be the norm. The norm is going to be, you know, it's like you're going to go to whatthefunny.com to see, you know, to watch your favorite television show, except it's going to be on a website. So they want to they wanna bank like 10 of those complete them all and then when the launch happens you basically go to this site and there's going to be a slew of brand new television shows except they're not for television so i think it's a super interesting model um i think the idea is that these videos can then you know perhaps live on television you know we talked about the farm system before with the snl situation Mm. um i I think this is a a similar model it's something that producer walter latham did successfully he launched his youtube channel uh walter latham entertainment it's one of the premium channels uh under that like multi-million dollar google deal um and he launched a, a, um, a show called Comedy After Dark on YouTube. So it was a YouTube show. And then eventually Comedy Central aired it as a special. Hmm. And then it went back to YouTube. And um, the last I, sp- I actually spoke to him, the last I spoke to him, he was shopping it to Netflix. So I think it's a, a really interesting model. Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially because of, you know, what you said about... Uh, you know the 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 revamped living color i mean this is kind of a good excuse to get it to see the light of day yeah that i wonder uh, yeah i wrote that yeah, yeah on in the, in the piece in, in laughspin.com i wonder if because they were just they were supposed to air that they did two 30 minutes specials yeah uh and they it just nothing ever happened to it so who knows maybe it'll pop up here cool very cool Alrighty, and look, uh, so look out for that coming to your Webernets anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finally, before we get out of here, Jim Gaffigan, this was an exclusive to laughspin.com. Jim Gaffigan is writing a second book. The, uh, the first one, Dad is Fat, got on the uh, New York Times bestseller list, I believe, didn't it? Yeah, number five. Number five, which is amazing. And uh, he, got a, he got a second book deal. Seven figure deal. Wow. Maybe now he can buy a bigger place for his kids. <laughs> <laughs> right? So so you got the but you got the exclusive on this, right? I did. Yeah. I got we 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 scooped the mainstream press. Woo! I love it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's doing a doing another book. 
And this one is going to the first one. Dad is fat is obviously about him being a father and a husband uh, living in New York City with five kids in a in a two bedroom walk up apartment. Um, this one uh, is going to be focused on food, which we all know Jim Gaffigan can talk uh, a lot about. So I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to this. Um, and that's yeah, that's it. Jim Gaffigan kicking ass awesome awesome all right let's get out of here because let's I need, do it i need another beer i'm done yeah you do you you yeah. absolutely do i deserve it you Go do ahead, des- the plug you, sir you do deserve it uh thanks guys guys you should be if you haven't subscribed to the last minute podcast please do so you could do it at itunes or stitcher or soundcloud or tunein.com which is a site i never knew existed until a few weeks ago um, you should be following us on the Twitter at LaughSpin.com, on Tumblr, and on Facebook. And if for whatever reason you want to drop me a line, you can do so at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at LaughSpin.com. Awesome. Thanks, Dylan. You're welcome. <laughs> you can catch me on another podcast called MastersOfNone.com. Uh, the show is called Masters of None. The site is MastersOfNone.com. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. There you go. <laughs> Go there because uh, the show's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and I appreciate those have listened, those that have listened, and uh, all right, drunky. <laughs> appreciate you listening to this show, the Last Man Podcast. We'll see you next week. I'll be sober, maybe. Bye. Bye.